Hey everybody, thanks for checking into Job Search Guide on LJN Radio. I'm your host, Tim Muma. Here we have a place to give you some advice and strategies to utilize in your quest for a new job. We do that by bringing in some experienced professionals to share their knowledge in different areas. Now, in this episode, we're looking to help out our veterans in their quest for a civilian job. The men and women who serve the United States often have unique challenges and issues that make the job search a struggle when they're finished with their service time. Joining us to offer up some strategies for these veterans is Scott Mills, the Director of Veterans Employment and Training Services, known as VETS, for the U.S. Department of Labor. Thanks for coming on today, Scott. Thank you, Tim, and thanks for having me. Definitely. A pleasure to have you on, and hopefully we can uh, help out the veterans a little bit who are looking for those positions. Before we jump into the topic itself, we're hoping that you could uh, give us maybe a brief description of your professional experience, especially as we can relate it to this topic today. Well, Tim, I'll tell you, I've, uh, I've been the director here in Minnesota for about the uh, last 18 months. Prior to that, I served in the U.S. Army for, for 26 years. Uh, I have a bachelor's degree in business administration, a minor in accounting, and I'm finishing my master's degree in management. So combining all that, especially since about 20 months ago, I had to write a resume and start interviewing for the first time in 30 years, Sure, which is where I draw a lot of my experience on because I've, I've just recently been through it. Uh, and I will tell you that developing a resume and learning how to interview in the civilian world were two of the biggest struggles that I personally faced, and I know many of our veterans are facing as well. Well, that's perfect. I mean, that's obviously exactly what we're looking to get into with some of this stuff. And uh, you can speak to it from personal experience, which is even better for us. Uh, let's jump into things a little bit. We'll obviously touch on things like the resume and interviews, um, different areas of, of the job search for veterans. Why in general, though, is it difficult for veterans to find that civilian job, to get those civilian jobs once they are done with their service time, whether it's strong off of your own experience or, or those that you've uh, discussed with others? Well, I, you know, I would tell you it's probably a combination of two or three different areas and part of it's on the on the veteran side part of it's on the the employer side sure you know there's a stigma out there that that every veteran has you know post-traumatic stress or or traumatic brain injuries and, and that's just really not true and so you see a lot of employers who will shy away from hiring veterans for that reason and from the from the veteran side you, you know it's you've been living in a very structured life for for an extended period of time. And so making that adjustment back to the civilian world uh, is very difficult. And it's difficult for them to, to kind of figure out what they want to do and what resources are out there for them. So there's just a, a number of different issues that are affecting the veteran employment problem. Have you seen improvements recently? Has there been, I mean, have you seen any maybe some inroads, so to speak, of being able to help and maybe there's been less of an issue or have you seen it the other way where there's actually seems to be more problems going forward? You know, actually we see it improving greatly, you know, especially in Minnesota, which I can speak specifically to. Mm -hmm. We've done a lot of education to both our veterans and our employers on, you know, preparing the right resumes, how to conduct themselves during the interview process and that whole focusing on finding what they want to do. Right and getting them down a path. And then on the employer side, we've done a lot of outreach and discussion on the benefits of hiring veterans. And most of them are, you know, are very open to hiring veterans, uh, especially once we start highlighting some of the specific skills that they have and their and they're, they're qualities that they're looking for in their employees. Well, it's definitely something to touch on in the idea of the different skills that are attained or that they already have as an individual. So if we're looking to help out in that regard, and you talked about maybe finding that right fit, finding the right job, that's the first thing that popped in my head is, what do you advise veterans in terms of 
where they should be focusing on or what types of positions they should be looking at? How do you sort of help them navigate that first part of really just figuring out what they want or what they can do? Well, you know, we look at a number of different things, but what, what I like to do is, is focus them, up, them on something that they're passionate about mm-hmm. or they have some significant experience in doing. Something that creates uh, a level of enthusiasm or sparks of flame in them. Most veterans are capable of doing anything that, that they set their mind to, and it's just a matter of getting them down the right path to focus on areas that they could be successful in. So a lot of it is finding what, what their skills are, what they, what they really want to do, what sparks their interest. And once we can get them to that point, it's a matter of you know, developing their, their resume and, and marketing them. Mm-hmm. Are there certain industries or different fields that you've come across that seem like they are maybe a little more open to hiring veterans or they maybe have the the skills they're looking for that are you know more particular to what veterans might bring to the table? And we see a lot of opportunity uh, in the t- trucking industry, mm-hmm. a lot in the medical field, depending on their background. And we're seeing an increase in the manufacturing areas, specifically in, in Minnesota here. But I think nationwide, there's a lot of opportunity for our veterans out there. It's just a matter of helping them find it. Right. And you brought up the, the trucking. I've seen that a lot in the medical side. So, I mean, I think it is good that there are different areas that they can look to that seem to be good fits. But as you said, it may depend on the personality and the skill of, of each individual. When you're looking to help out, are there certain resources that uh, veterans can go to to help locate jobs that will specifically be geared towards them and helping them out, maybe uh, even with the Department of Labor? Absolutely. And, you know, there's a, there's a number of websites. I think the last count, uh, was about fourteen to sixteen thousand websites out there. Oh wow! Trying to help veterans or current serving members find jobs, mm-hmm. which is which is actually more of a challenge than, than you would imagine. <laughs> what, what we try to do is is focus them in a couple of different directions. Of course, of course, every state has American job centers in them, and so we like to get them to the to the, the job centers where they can speak to anybody there because of priority of service to help them search for jobs, develop their resume, and work on their interview skills. You know, most states and, and the federal government all have websites focused on hiring veterans. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage you to, you know, look at the resources within your state. One of the things that the Department of Labor, along with other government agencies, is doing is developing a single source type website. And what they're doing is they're taking the best in class of all the organizations' sites and combining it into one that will provide all those resources and, and services for the government agencies looking to hire veterans. Sure. Actually, www.mynextmove.org. I think that's that's no, that's great to hear, obviously, that there are the, the opportunities out there for individuals to reach out and, and help on one side or, or get the help they need in these areas. You know, earlier you mentioned the idea of the resume and how you hadn't had to do one of those in, you know, some 30 years. And I know that's a, a struggle for the people who are in the general workforce, you know, from the get-go. It can be an issue with that resume. And I've also read how for veterans it's different because you have this idea of a civilian resume versus maybe some of the things you actually did when you were, you know, when you were serving, uh, you know, whether branch of the of the Army or military what I guess what, what what do you focus on when you're looking at creating that civilian resume when you're trying to I don't know just create something essentially you haven't had to do either in like you said 30 years or even if you haven't had to do it for 10 years what do you really focus on when you're trying to help out the veterans with that resume? You know one of the things that they struggle the most with is taking their military skills and education and, and transferring it over to a civilian type resume. Right. 
And so that's one of the, that trans, that translation has been a big challenge and something that we've made a lot of progress on. Do you have any examples of, of that in terms of maybe trying to translate some of that, that skill or, or even if it's just a language type thing? Well, you know, a lot of the language is, is an issue. You know, somebody who might have been a, a, a squad leader in the Army can actually go and look at the position that they're interested in and apply those skills towards that position. So if they're, uh, if they're looking at a, a, a management position at a retail store, that squad leader position would probably be equivalent to a floor supervisor or an assistant store manager. Sure. And so instead of using I was a squad leader, I would say I was a team leader or a supervisor mm-hmm. and, and use some of the same civilian terms used instead of trying to incorporate all the military terms. Right. Is there, I mean, is there a way, I mean, do you guys have any sort of like lists or, you know, you kind of like a, you see it as a translation, like Spanish to English might be a translation, but military to uh, to civilian. I mean, is there a way to sort of bridge that gap or, or any other uh, any other resources that can help out with that? Tim, there are some, some good translation websites. ONET is probably one of the better ones that we've seen. We have a lo- couple of local ones where we've had local employers actually take the military terminology and incorporate a translation program within their actual hiring website. So there's several of the di- different translation programs out there. Sure. Some of them are even internal to the military organizations that they belong to. Has it ever does it come come up come across that having just that military experience listed on there that it's intimidating for an employer or if there's some way to I mean you want it to be emphasized obviously that's your experience but maybe not make it where it's the sole focal point I mean how do you balance that out because I would imagine as an employer you're looking for that typical work experience but if this is what you bring to the table it's obviously important to highlight it how do you sort of balance those two well, it, it's all in the wording, wording and the verbiage that they use. I mean, it, it could be military experience, but if it's translated appropriately, mm-hmm. it can look just like a civilian resume or a civilian job experience. A lot of it has to do with how it's developed and, and how they frame the things that they've done. You know, we, we forget about the training when it, aspect of this and, and all the leadership skills that come with this. Mm-hmm. In the simple fact of being a, a a squad leader or a platoon sergeant being responsible for up to 40 folks and ensuring all their administrative and logistics and training needs are are cared for. If you put that into perspective, that's actually a lot of, I don't know how you want to say it, but it's it could be portrayed in a number of different ways. Right. Yeah, I, I would definitely think that on its surface, the idea of leading individuals and uh, you know, my, the management side, as you say, that it seems like an easy comparison there if you're able to get down that language as you talked about. Now, hopefully things you know, are going well, the resume is taken care of, you found a job that is a good fit for you. And uh, let's take it into the interview room, so to speak. Uh, you know, they get that interview, they're in there meeting with the potential employer. What's the first thing you would be telling a veteran in terms of advice when they're stepping in for that job interview? I would tell them to lose the rigidity. Mm-hmm. We train them to sit up straight with their hands on their laps and only address the individual that has asked them a question. And they have to lose that. They have to become more free-flowing, relaxed in their delivery. And I'm not, I'm not sure that that makes as much sense as I say it as it would be for those who have gone through it. 
They need to just relax. Think about what they are trying to express. Take their military experience or their accomplishments and focus on the things that they did instead of how what the team did. One of the things that we hear from employers is, well, we hear how great of a team they developed and how great their team did that they have a hard time explaining how they their role in this impacted an outcome. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, a, it's their ability to express in a free-flowing manner. And I think 90% of that is that they need to just relax. Sure. Understand that this isn't a promotion board and that they just need to relax and think about what they're trying to get across. I think it definitely makes sense. And you mentioned the the rigidity and the, you know, because there's that structure, there's that, there's the posture. I think it can be a little intimidating for civilians. I think, I think people do have in their mind the idea of the, you know, the up straight and the, how, how that sort of the, the talk goes on back and forth. Uh, I definitely think that does make sense. Is there a way to help with that? Is there any advice you can actually offer up? I mean, is it just a matter of practice? It, it is a matter of practice. Um, and there's there's folks at the workforce centers or American job centers that will help them run through that process. You know, there's plenty of there's networking groups out there where they work together to to develop their skills and the, during the interview process. But practice is probably ninety percent of it. You mentioned earlier some of the possible concerns that employers might have is you know unfair stereotypes of you know, having post-traumatic stress disorder or some other issue because of having, you know, seen action or, or maybe it's the, the discipline, the structured um, schedules, just they're unable to break away or they feel, the employer feels that a veteran can't break away from that. Have you heard anything else from employers in terms of concerns they would have or are there ways that, that you as an organization or as an individual can help maybe alleviate those concerns when you're looking to land a job or maybe even in the interview process? Ooh, that's a great question. Some of the other things that we hear from them are they're concerned that they might not be able to adapt to a less structured environment. Sure. And I would I would tell you that a service member is probably more capable of adjusting to any environment that he's put into than most people would be, just because of his his military his or her military service, because you have to be extremely flexible as a service member because situations change continually. But one of the things that we we try to work with the employers on is understanding that there's an adjustment period for these folks, that they actually have the qualities uh, that they're looking for, you know, especially when you look at them being punctual, resourceful. Um, They possess, you know, leadership skills that are not found in the the civilian world. They receive formal training, world-class training on leadership uh, so that they we're continually explaining to to employers that these skills are essential, along with you know the values that come with being a service member, with the, the loyalty and and honesty and things of that nature. You know, a lot of it's just education on both sides for the veteran and for the employers. And the and the more we can talk to them, the more we can explain things, uh, the better the better they become. Those ideas you mentioned of the, you know, just the discipline and and being able to adjust to any situation, I think those kinds of things definitely would be things that employers want to hear about and want to know about. So I'm glad you're able to express that here. And hopefully, as you said, the education side on on both uh, on both parties would will help out in, in that regard. And, and as you said, you do have you said you have seen improvements with this area and being to help out veterans. Is that something? Have you seen that firsthand with some individuals who have 
gone in and, and been able to get the uh, position they wanted or, or nailed the interview kind of thing? I mean, have you talked to a lot of individuals where this definitely is occurring? Absolutely. We, you know, we have success stories every single day of veterans finding employment. Uh, we have phone calls from employers thanking us for uh, referring veterans to their organizations. Most, most recently, a personal friend of mine was hired by a, an organization because of all the skills that he possessed. Mm. And his, his ability to sit down in front of them was the selling, the selling point and was the decision point for them. They were able to see his resume, but once he sat down in front of them and, and had a conversation with them, he was hired almost on the spot. What other programs are out there? You know, we, we do read about, uh, I, I said, I've read plenty of the struggles and the concerns that veterans have, whether it be maybe unfortunate discrimination towards them or just personal issues that individuals are dealing with to try to get those jobs. Are there other programs out there that can help out? Are there places they can look? I know you've mentioned a few uh, earlier in the interview, but anything you would really point to as, as saying, definitely go here and give this a shot? Well, I would tell you that, that they need to absolutely go to the, the American Job Center because we've got folks there that know of other programs who are up to date on almost every educational program out there. Um, there's dislocated worker programs out there. There's veterans retraining assistance program out there. There's all types of opportunity to seek or get further education, to help them find a job, to connect them with other veterans who are also looking for employment part of the network group. There's the social media aspect with the LinkedIn. Um, so there's all kinds of other programs out there. More specifically, one that we cover is the Jobs for Veterans State Grant, where we have our disabled veterans outreach program specialists who work with specific veterans who have barriers to employment. But there's there are a lot of programs, and the, probably the best place to find out about those is your American Job Center. Well, that's great advice, and obviously um, we hope that individuals take advantage of those resources out there because sometimes it is just getting that information and, and having understanding of what is out there. We are getting a little low on time here, so we're looking to sort of wrap things up and, and what we've talked about today. What would you have as that sort of final message, a takeaway, as we like to call it on our shows, to express to the veterans just in terms of advice or tips uh, for those that maybe are struggling or maybe they're getting ready to go out and uh, try to find a job in the civilian world? What would be that, that takeaway you'd like to offer? Well, I would tell you, for those that are getting ready to go out into the civilian world, they need to start as early as possible. They need to tailor their resumes towards the jobs that they're looking for and, and to don't give up. Take every every experience as a learning opportunity to better themselves and to find different ways of making the resume better and improving their interview skills. And, and, and go to their American Job Center. That's where the professionals are, the folks who deal with this every day, uh, who know the most current resume to have. They know where all the positions available for the jobs that they might be looking for are. I guess those would be my, my final words. Well, we do appreciate it, Scott. Obviously, you're coming from an area of experience, both personally and then also what you've been doing uh, professionally. That will wrap it up for this edition here on Job Search Guide on LJN Radio. We do hope some of the things we discussed today can definitely help our veterans who are looking for that great civilian job that will help them out in the future. Our expert guest, again, has been Scott Mills, the Director of Veterans Employment and Training Services for the U.S. Department of Labor and 
Also, uh, he has served a long time for our country as well, so we thank him for that. Uh, thanks for coming on today. We do appreciate all the insight you offer today, Scott. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate it, and thanks for what you're doing for our veterans. Of course. Looking to give back anyway we can, obviously, all of uh, the men and women out there that have created this freedom and helped uh, protect everything. We appreciate that as well. Of course, we do want to hear from you, the listeners, so send us an email. Radio at localjobnetwork.com is where you can give us some comments or suggestions for this or any of our podcasts here on LJN Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.